As we all know, quarterback is not only the most difficult position to play, it's also the hardest position to project. Arizona State transfer Joey Yellen won't ha have to sit out this season and can compete immediately for the top backup spot and beyond. Does he have what it takes to beat out two other hungry young Panthers and be the next star of the Coastal Division in the ACC? All I know is you'll never see it coming. We discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pit podcast. Finishing it in these final 30 minutes. Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia. We're knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina. And it's happened in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. One hell of a game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world. Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of August 22nd. 2020, and this is the Hail to Pit Podcast. I'm Alan Tazinski. And I'm Vince. And we're into the second week of training camp. Had a bit of a scare, but the season is still happening for now. And the semester is still happening for now. But distance learning, Pitt had all the students come back to campus this week, Vince, and then Decided to extend online-only instruction through the middle of September due to the pandemic, due to COVID-19, the demon virus, and uh, coincidentally made the move shortly after Carnegie Mellon, really following their lead on that kind of issue. So with the campus, that always trickles down you know, to the players and the football team. You had fraternities and sororities getting suspended this week on campus. Not a pretty sight, yet... The ACC moves forward. Yep, and we've seen similar uh, similar situations in the ACC and all over the country, North Carolina, Notre Dame. Um, but as you said, Alan, right now, th this season is still going on. Uh, players are still practicing for the upcoming season, and it's just, just wild times right now. It is. It is. It's uncertain times, and it is a time where times. it's unprecedented. We we didn't see it coming, but here it is, and we've still got a season to talk about and training camp notes to get into, so we're going to have a lot of fun today. At H2P Show was where we're at on Twitter. You can follow us, hit us up if you have any questions you want us to approach on the show, if you have anything you want to say to us uh, in terms of comments about the show or the team. Uh, Feel free. That's where we do it most. But, of course, we're also on Panther Lair. We appreciate you uh, interacting with us there. Follow, like, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google, everywhere. You know the places you get podcasts, H2P Show, the Hail to Pit Podcast. We're everywhere. And, of course, if you like that email, hail the number two, pitpodcast at gmail.com. And we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com today to get your own podcast started with a whole lot of help for very little money. All right, training camp notes, Vince. We've got COVID stuff to talk about. Thursday, canceled practice a week ago because there were symptoms in the house. We want, this day and age, everybody wants something in this house. They want something in this house, but never those symptoms. And that's what no, we had no, last week. Yeah, but, uh, you know, some symptoms, I guess some players weren't feeling well, but, you know, thankfully, uh, nobody tested positive uh, 
uh, for COVID-19 from that day, at least that we know of. And uh, practice was able to resume uh, the next day. Coach talked about how to you know, switch his practice schedule around because of a day that was uh, mi- uh, missed there. Uh, but, you know, he, he kind of reported no positive tests since, since June, and they're continuing on their, their training camp practice schedule. And, and also, we didn't get any opt-outs this week. We had that no. scare, but no opt-outs, no positive tests, and players can opt-out, leave any time they want. And now we are hearing that uh, Heather Like and, and Pat Narduzzi, among other people in college football, even people over at WVU, uh, are really gunning to kind of make it's basically a relief uh, idea they have for players that are going to be affected by uh, COVID-19 and, and not even being infected themselves, just the, the wild and uncertain, crazy life that everyone's leading. They're trying to make it so everybody playing fall sports, Vince, is going to be eligible uh, even if they play next year. So that's something we'll dive deeper into when Pam gets back on the show, because I know she has a lot to say on the topic, but just know that that's out there. Yeah, that's it's an interesting interesting thought, and you think about it. It's only fair, I, I think, just a little bit to, to discuss on it because, you know, you got these kids, and you know they're, they're choosing to opt out for you know medical reasons and stuff. They shouldn't be penalized for that. Absolutely not. I I think everybody, even if they play, should be allowed to play next year. This is yeah crazy. Absolutely. They're not getting to play a real ACC, real college football schedule. You're not getting to play real. Mm-hmm. Uh, any sport schedule right now you're being denied what you paid for and or what you worked so hard to get a scholarship for so that makes sense to me but we'll dive into it uh some more on the next program when we're all together uh the other big news uh you you said it at the top vince yellen we're yelling for yellen eligible to play immediately yeah yeah this seems to be somehow very common practice in uh in college football these days and that you know there's hardly anybody who needs to sit out a year whenever they transfer uh it seems to always be something uh, you know some of them legitimate things but uh sometimes you know i just don't I, I don't understand uh i'm not quite sure what the circumstances for this are but joe yellen is eligible uh and, and that's a good thing you know always adding another good quarterback to your room alan is very important and you got to think, you know, if this guy's, you know, willing to transfer here, uh, the coaches obviously think pretty high of him, and they must think that he's at least going to, you know, give Nick Patty and, and, and Davis Bevel a run for their money uh, for being the top backup this year and maybe even the starter next year. Yeah, that's that's got to be, uh, I'd say, one of the more intriguing quarterback rooms we've had around here in a long time because we've seen, uh, you know, two of the guys really shine. And Patty, I, th- I mean, stepping in against UCF a little bit and and showing some some flashes. And, of course, we have Kenny. And then you have big-time Crutes, big-time transfer in there. That's rare for, for Pitt Panther football, I think, all at once. Four guys, Vince. Well, yeah. And, well, you think about it. I mean, there were some years under, you know, uh, under, you know, Wanstead and Graham and Christ where, you know, they were struggling, you know, just to get two you know, quality uh, 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 scholarship quarterbacks. Yeah, and now, now we got four. Yeah, because God forbid you got an injury now. I am genuinely excited to see all these next men, men up with yeah, the quarterback exactly. position. I would not – I mean, I would be like, oh, God. I mean, who knows what Davis Bevel could do? Who knows – what about – or Yellen? I don't know. But I want I want to see them play. I mean, I, I, I think there is – 
at least going by the how these guys were recruited, where they're coming from, that's not a loaded quarterback room compared to other college football programs. But for Pitt, uh, this is more than we're used to, at least in the recent past. Oh, yeah. And, and well, think about, you know, you know, comparing this quarterback room to, you know, everybody else in the country. And, you know, Kenny Pickett, you know, say what you want about him. But if you look at the room as, as a whole, they have three quarterbacks in this room who have started uh, games uh, at, at the Division One level. I, there's probably not too many uh, quarterback rooms across the country that could say that. Very few. Very, very few. So that's some exciting news to come out of camp this week. Uh, paired, of course, with the scary news about a canceled practice. But we forge on, and we've got defensive linemen trying to step up right now, Vince. All these D yeah, linemen uh, have opportunity. Exactly. And, you know, we talked about uh, Jalen Twyman a whole lot last week. And, you know, Coach kind of addressed it this week. He's really only speaking to the media, you know, once a week for the most part. So this was the really first time talking about, you know, Twyman not being there uh, and and who's really going to be taking uh, his his uh, his spot. And he mentioned two guys, Tyler Bentley. He said he stepped up and uh, Kalijah Cansey. Uh, he's called him electric, Alan, and he called him that not just once in his uh, you know, media scrum. He called him that twice, uh, and that's pretty high praise for for just a redshirt freshman. Uh, do you think that he he's there, there's justification for really being that excited about it? What do you think a coach, you know? being that open uh, about somebody uh, that's really opened his eyes like this. Well, you know, I'm always reserving my excitement, especially during this portion of the year in training camp, because a lot of hyperbole and a lot of different uh, vocabulary is used. But if you look at the vocabulary of Pat Narduzzi, we're going to be able to, now that we've got all this data with training camps under Pat Narduzzi's belt, Vince, we're going to have data on the vocabulary he's used in training camp periods to describe players and using the word electric to some other words he's used in the past, that that seems to me like it's higher up on the chart where you should be legitimately excited. Uh, he, you know, he uses words like bulldozer and words uses other coaching <laughs> vernacular, and they kind of just get you know brushed aside or look too much too much into. But uh, bringing up this praise is also meant, I think, as a motivational tactic because. Uh, giving a player confidence, especially when you need someone to step up at a certain position on the field, very, very important. So uh, I'm glad that that coach is seeing good in his defensive lineman after losing Jalen Twyman for sure. And can't see. Let's see if he makes it onto the field. I think there are guys he's got to beat out because there are guys ahead of these two. Well, that's interesting. You know, we we talked about it last week. You know, who's going to be, you know, you know, the guy to step up there. You know, we know Kayshawn Camp is going to be probably the top, you know, interior lineman. And then and then we listed several others uh, that, you know, are going to ha- and we said they're probably going to need at least two guys uh, to really get up there in that ro- in that rotation. And, you know, based on, you know, seniority and and playing time, you know, you know, Cansey, he was he was at the bottom of the list. He redshirted last year and Bentley, you know, yes, he did play, but not a ton. And now he's already talking about these two guys as, as maybe, you know, the top guys to step up. So I, I'm very intrigued by this. Uh, and, and with the way Coach is talking about him, this Cansey, uh, he's probably the guy I'm most looking forward to right now uh, this, this season because, you know, we know how good this defensive line can be. And if this guy's a big part of it, that, that means huge things for Pitt. 
I mean, I'm I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited for the 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 new faces, but I mean, I'm not. There's no way I'm more excited to see any player on on the whole team than Abanaconda. And then defensively, I can't oh. wait. To, I just can't wait to see my fellow theater lover Kayshawn Camp on the field again. I'm excited for that. But yes, of course, every season you're excited for the fresh faces. We've got fresh faces at wide receiver too. Yep, yep. Uh, freshman Jordan Addison, uh, tr- true freshman wide receiver. Coach has been talking about this guy uh, as a j- just a smooth playmaker and somebody who is already seems to be in the mix with you know the first the top group of guys. Uh, you know th- we got we got Taysier Mack, we we got Shocky Jock Louis, uh, Jared Wayne, uh, Trey Tipton. If he could come back healthy. You know, those, you know, those are some of your top guys, but you know, if this Addison, you know, they, I, to me, they desperately need somebody, you know, that could come in with some tremendous explosiveness like Shockey has. I mean, this is some guy, somebody who could take the top off a of defense. And if they could add another guy like that, I think that's absolutely huge. Yeah. I'm really hoping for a deep threat. Some, someone, anyone, and what we've seen from a lot of the wide receivers Pitt already has they're few and far between. We, Shockey has the speed. You know, Kenny overthrows a lot of guys. I'm really hoping Trey Tipton's back. How bad was his injury? That I mean, what, what's it, that he's fighting back for this as a redshirt senior? Yeah, he's he's had a he's had a lot of injuries, uh, and and hopefully he could come back healthy uh, and and play for this ball club. Uh, certainly not a burner, but you know, an inside. An inside slot guy, but you also look at you know guys like Taysier Mack and Jared Wayne. Those are some nice big body guys. They're, yeah, they're hands uh, guys over the middle. I want to yeah, go down. Well, the field. I, I don't. I don't know if I would call Taysier Mack a hands guy. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I mean, he can, he can make some spectacular catches uh, every now and then, but if you just lightly toss it to him, yes, uh, he, he struggles sometimes. Unfortunately, that's true. So Addison, the one where you're getting excited about what kind of what size, what kind of what kind of player. At that position, are we looking at then? Do you think he's a down the field threat if he step if he steps up? Is that what they're pushing him to be? Well, I, I it sounds like he's somebody that could maybe you know might be able to do it all. I would I would say an inside or outside guy. I'm not quite sure. You know, about five eleven, five, you know, uh, six foot. Um, it, you know, certainly not a filled out body by by any stretch uh, of the imagination. He's, he's certainly going to need to gain some weight, but but. You know, if he's if he's as smooth of a route runner, uh, then you know maybe not necessarily a burner, but with the, uh, a smooth route runner, you know that he can he can get himself open and not necessarily have to rely on on blazing speed. Uh, you know, if he could get that separation, that that's huge because you know Kenny Pickett he can hit he can hit guys. We we've seen that, um, and, and you know if he could get open, I think Kenny could get you the ball. And more guys that could do that specifically down the field because we know this team needs you know some chunk yardage at times. You know, I think I think that's great. And, and you know what? If the if they don't step up, you know it doesn't matter because Pitt runs the ball so well and better than anyone in the <laughs> ACC anyway, Vince. Which takes us out of our discussion of training camp as it goes on. We will, of course, update a little bit of it uh, next week, where Vince and Pam will both be off taking a much needed uh, vacation, a mini vacation. I will be holding court next week, Vince. We'll get into. I'll have my training camp notes, but I've got some something special planned for next week. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear that <laughs> when I'm holding court. But uh, so let's let's take it, though, to the next portion of the show here coming out of training camp, talking about the great pit running game and uh, what they're saying on the pit internet this week, which isn't what you're you're saying, gentle pit fan listener, or we're saying uh, this is ACC coaches are anonymously talking on the pit internet, and we got to get all up in it here with some online chatter. Can you explain what internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. And to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys. Okay, so Athlon Sports. Vince, you sent me this article. There are coaches in the ACC anonymously talking about each other. Yeah. And we've got all of... you. You isolated all of the... Words spoken about one Pat Narduzzi, head football coach of the Pitt Panthers. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very interesting to see what some of these coaches are, are saying about Pitt. You know, some good, some bad. I guess we're going to run down each of these here. Um, I'll, I'll start with the the first one. Uh, it said, you know what you're getting here. This is a team that looks basic on film, and then you get into a fight before the game, a fight during the game, and they're trying to fight you after. That's all Pat. He is that team. So that's that's praise saying a coach has really put his stamped his identity on a team. That's a nice thing to say about a coach, I think. What about this one? Let's see how this one goes. Well, first off, who do you think said that one? I, you know, when they said uh, this is a team, this team, the team that looks basic on film. Uh, this is probably like Coach Cutcliffe at Duke. Uh, yeah. just a, I'm gonna say yeah. guy that, it just... anything any if anyone say anything nice about someone it's definitely Cutcliffe I don't think he'd say a bad word about anybody he seems like a really yeah. swell guy uh, let's read this next one here that personality is how they carry themselves they're gonna hold you press man coverage get personal fouls goad you into it all of it Pat is a great defensive mind, but he needs to learn that the team reflects the head coach. They ride too hot and cold. They swing too much because that's how he's acting on the sideline. Damn it, I hate that that's so accurate. <laughs> yeah, well, that first part that, that they're going to hold you and get personal foul, that seems like Mac Brown at North Carolina because that's what they do to us, and he's just trying to turn it around on us. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it's. It sounds like a coach for sure that – we see a lot. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe UNC could be uh, uh, maybe, I don't know. Would Broncos say something like that? I don't uh, know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that's, a, that's a good one. That's, that's, a, that's a little bit of sting right there. What about the next one? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot here. Uh, they're not as good as running the ball as they think they are. They're going to have to get better and more creative there. Even in the new offense, it has to work when they hit you with that changeup after the passes. Dino Babers, for sure. You think? Oh yeah. I th I think. Yeah, that's... I, I could see. I, I guess so. Uh, this just seems like a guy who has some, just an opinion, and he sticks to it. He probably <laughs> said that to a million people, but at the same time, did he want not watch Pitt last year? Did he not want, they think they're good at running the ball. They could score 63 on us every year, but whatever. They're not great at running the ball. They think they're good at running the ball. That's why they only ran it 10 times a game. 
They think, yeah, they think they're good at running the ball, but that's that's why they got Mark Whipple to be their offensive coordinator so they could stop being so good at running the ball. Uh, let's let's keep it going uh, with the next one. Speaking of Mark Whipple, uh, offensive coordinator Mark Whipple is a really good schematics guy. They just didn't have what they needed last season schematically. They give you problems no one else in this conference does. Oh, that's praise for Whipple right there. I I don't know who said that one. Uh, it could have been Coach Cutcliffe, actually. Um, it, that seems like something he'd say. Yeah, that that's that. that or the, what's the Wake? Who's the Wake? Clawson at Wake Forest, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was him. Well, the more I think about it, that previous one about running, that was definitely Justin Fuente. Now that I think about it. Yeah, they think they, they think yeah, just that, because two years ago they ran up all the seventy-five <laughs> yarders on us every time. They're not that good. Uh, what about what about our next one? We got a few left. Uh, their upside upside is that front seven. They're going to disrupt you. They can get after it. They can confuse your protectors, and they can fight through it. Th- fight through you. That's from an ACC coach. Yeah, uh, I could see that being Dino Babers because they're you know they got sacked at Syracuse a, a whole hell of a lot last year um and maybe that was him that that could be true was that last year the Syracuse game where they had their like ninth string quarterback in mm, well how's this not Josh Heupel talking about how we got after all of his UCF quarterbacks but this he's not these are only uh, yeah. ACC coaches that's why I asked that uh all right here's one we got two left. They really could be a nine or ten win team this season if the offensive line gets better and they fix the scoring problems. The pieces are there. Oh, that's a dig at that Penn State game right there. That's 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 yeah. that one. Ouch. Uh, really this, calling this probably, really calling out Gabe Hoy there too. Yeah, this is probably Dabo Sweeney, I think, because uh, I think he knows how good this team could be uh, if they could just fix a couple things. Last one. Pickett is a solid game manager, but could maybe develop into something more. Ooh, look at that. That's that's sleeping giant right there at quarterback for the Pitt Panthers. The other coaches recognize that. I'm going to go ahead and say that was um, – we've attributed it to a, every coach so far. Let's go to Doran. Dave Doran maybe at NC State. Could, uh, could be maybe Scott Satterfield or Manny uh, Diaz. Uh, he knows what kind uh, of pick he th- could do. He he does. I don't. Maybe maybe he said that. Uh, I don't know. Let us know who you think said all these anonymous quotes about the Pitt football team and Pat Narduzzi and Mark Whipple uh, at H Two P Show on Twitter, and uh, we'll uh, discuss what you thought, who you attributed to on the next show. Um, th- these are fun. These come out every year on Athlon. I feel like I've done this bit on sports I, talk radio in uh, Louisiana. Yeah, I, I feel like you did. Uh, yeah, th- this, th- this these do come out every year. I'm pretty sure they're fun. I love them. I wish the NFL would do it. Maybe, do it. Maybe in every we'll sport. have to read. Maybe we'll do an analysis of these and we'll try to fi- figure out which ones uh, Pat Narduzzi said. Yeah, maybe, yeah, definitely save that link, Vince. For sure. All right, we're winding down here, and uh, we have 
not a whole lot of news left except uh, for what they're talking about around town and they're socially distanced out here. But I was on a, on a stroll through Greenfield last week, Vince, earlier in this week, excuse me. And uh, we were, you know, we were just walking down the street and saw, you know, you see a lot of elderly Pittsburghers standing out on each other's lawns, socially distanced, talking loud at each other about current events since they can't. <laughs> have dinner and uh it's real nice to see it's friendly friendly neighborhood at least where i'm at and i i overheard some people talking about the news about uh joey yellen so yeah. why don't why don't we go ahead and uh go and i'll get we'll give everybody a glimpse of what was being said about that big news here another saturday coming and the panthers are playing trying to find out what the answers are saying you hear about yelling playing at pit next year yeah, I'm yelling from home. There ain't gonna be no fans down there, though. Yeah, the quarterback you jag off. Oh, I know who the quarterback is. It's that Kenny Pickett playing quarterback again. You know he's been there like seven years. He's gonna win the Heisman and Trophy like that sleeping giant. Hell to pit. Hell to pit. That's what the injuries are saying. Uh, very, very excited to see Joey Yellen. Uh, I, th- I think some of some of Pittsburgh, I think, is very excited to see what this kid could do uh, because you know if if things go south, he, he's going to be uh, the most popular guy around town. Oh, for sure. And then the good thing is, like we said, Pitt has a few popular guys waiting in the wings. A different era for Pitt football, but we must now scoot. And next week, you and Pam get the boot. Vince, I'm in charge. Holding court. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope everybody tunes in, Vince, especially you two. Oh, I'm definitely going to be tuning in, Alan. I'm very excited to hear what you have in store next week. I'm excited to hear what's going on in practice, despite the very little information that we're getting. And just uh, continue to monitor the, the, the status of the season. We will have a vocabulary breakdown if there's any training camp news from Pat Narduzzi. See what adjectives he uses for players and a whole lot more. We're back for now. Thanks for subscribing on iTunes and Spotify and all your favorite podcast platforms. Tell your friends, your pit friends and family about the Hail to Pit podcast. Talking pit every week with you right here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Follow us at H2P Show, and I will be back next week holding court. Until then, Vince, tell them. Hell to pit. Hell to pit. I will preach on.